Welcome to Movie of the Year. I'm Audrey. I'm Lindsay. And we are here to talk about our favorite, our most influential, the worst movies of 1987. Yes, here we are. Um, so, we like to start with a little bit of context, set the mood, yep. help you remember 1987. Where were you in 1987? Were you born? Were you not? <laughs> were you just a twinkle? And I quit. <laughs> okay. So, I will start with some context. The year was 1987. 1987. I had no <laughs> alcohol. Um, I'm going to be honest. I try to keep the trivia light and fluffy. This was a rough year in America, <laughs> so I only have six trivia items, and well, one of them is not American at all. Um, White Snake released their seventh album. Great. So there's that. Thank God. Right? Yeah. The Simpsons debuted as shorts on the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, delightful. Interesting. Legend of Zelda was released in North America. Okay. Did you play? Uh, do you have a Nintendo Entertainment system? I do have a Nintendo Entertainment System, but I didn't play till much later. It was fun. Yeah. And a little bit it's scary. It's a fun game. Yeah. It's an interesting game. Michael Jackson's Bad was released. You'll like that. Oh, yeah. I like that. Oh, yeah. And here's one for me. <laughs> Got really excited. <laughs> that was like, yeah. That was, sorry. Don't. No, no, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one's important to me. This is my, oh, yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation premiered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that the one with Captain Picard? Yes. Okay. I'm very proud of you. And the curly-haired guy? Need a mustache. More specifics. Curly-haired. Yeah. Expound. Was he one of the leaders of the ship? Oh, boy. Brown curly hair. I'm going to be really embarrassed if there's somebody with brown okay, curly hair. Okay, who else hair. is one of the heads of the ship? Well, there's... Riker, who's first officer, played by Jonathan Frakes. Hey. <laughs> you asked. I'm answering. Okay, okay, okay. There's the magnificent LeVar Burton, who was wow. head of engineering. I used, to, I used to take those banana combs, like, that my mom had, and I would pretend that I was Jordy. Now, wait one minute. Wait I, one minute. I don't know why. I, I'm thrilled by this news. I did. But, you know those banana combs? Yes, I used to do the same thing, but you claim to be. I know you are, but I think I such a Trek noob. I know, but I had such a affection for Levar Burton. And you know what? That show is a huge deal. It went beyond Reading Rainbow. They did a Star Trek episode of Reading Rainbow, and my parents, my parents, every time it would come on at night, I would run screaming. Why? I just, it bored me to tears. <laughs> <laughs> I hated it. Wow. But I knew about Jordy. Like the Paula Abdul song, Opposites Attract. <laughs> because we're friends. Indeed they do. Anyway, sorry. That's good. No, don't Side. be sorry. I love a little story. Sidebar. I love a little bit of storytelling. <laughs> Banana comb. And the sixth item is that the um, rumblings of the Romanian Revolution started against di dictator Ceausescu in Brasov, Romania. That's lovely. Know why that's relevant? 
Tell me why. Because you've been there? Because when I was living in Romania, yes. my language tutor was a part of that revolution. That's so cool. And her name was Simone. <gasps> and she was she like, she like was like <gasps> Indiana Jones. She worked at a museum. <gasps> I know. X. And she was beautiful and nice and smart. And she would tell us stories of the revolution. That's so cool. True freaking story. That's so cool. That's why I put it on the list. You right, have so. such an interesting life. No, I don't. Yes, you do. Reject your compliment. Um, all right, so that's the end of context. Would you mind? No. Do your thing. So movies that were set in the year 1987, I have just a few. Fargo. Ooh. Good one. Our favorite, Romy and Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh, their high school. Yeah. I'm smart. What? Because 10 years and it came out. <laughs> when Harry Met Sally. And 13 Going on 30. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is a good movie. Okay, so what Star Trek did you say that was? Which one? Star Trek. The Next Generation? Trek. Not Trek. I said Trek. Well, it sounded like Trek. <laughs> oh, you've got punch me face. <laughs> punch you face. Star Trek. Trek. Thank you. The I said Next Trek. Generation. Oh, so Spiner, he played the... He does not have curly hair, though. Data. And he does not... Oh, okay. He plays Data. Data. And he does not have curly hair. I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) Jonathan Frakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's the guy. Yeah. He does too have curly hair. He does not have curly hair. Bull. Also, have you seen the video on the Why is he dressed like Sherlock Holmes? Okay, what? Give me that. I want... (laughs) You have to show me the picture. I can't tell you. I don't want to actually know. That was a rhetorical (laughs) question. (laughs) I just want to find the picture to prove that Brent Spiner. Nope. You know how Jonathan Frakes has curly hair. No, he doesn't. Well, in my memory, he did. Well, okay, you were wrong because you would run screaming out of the room. How would you know who had curly hair and who had straight hair and who had wavy hair? Oh, you oh. wouldn't. And one time, my son. Which one? No, no, don't say names. Yeah, I'm not gonna say his name. Then my my oldest got bit by a mosquito on his head, Aww. like on his forehead, and for a whole day he looked just like Worf. You did it! I did it! But I want you, if, if you'd be willing to share, I want you to re- reveal who you thought. What who, I thought his name who, was? No, I want you to talk about who you thought played Worf. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Because this is one of the greatest moments of my life. You do it. You say. She very sincerely, we were talking about Worf, as we do, and I believe it was during the mosquito bite incident. Probably. And you said, and I quote, oh, is that the one that Kelsey Grammer played? <laughs> Which I love so much. You know, while he was on Cheers also. He was also, he had a very busy life. <laughs> <laughs> he's very, he seems like very Kelsey Grammer-ish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever. I can see why you would think that. No, you're humoring me now. None of it. Yeah, no. I am. You're humoring me. No, no, I'm mocking you. Oh, right, right. <laughs> okay, let's get on with it, shall we? We shall. <laughs> okay, you go first. 1987, your favorite film. Okay. Raising Arizona. I don't know what I thought you were going to say, actually. You said, you said you thought you knew. I did? 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, I did. I did. What did you I think? thought it was going to be Princess Bride. Okay. Okay. I can see that. Raising Arizona is a very good pick. Well, you know what? I don't talk about Raising Arizona a lot, and I didn't see it until college, so I can see why I it would surprise so you so much. <laughs> so good. It's so good. It's... Holly Hunter is a gem. And I adore her. She is a gem. She's so funny. And also, Nicolas Cage was all over 1987. Was he? Yes. Let me look up Okay, list. two movies. <laughs> all over. But still. Now I'm going to know what the other one is. We'll talk about it later. Okay. But yeah, Raising Arizona. It is, it is a, it's so, <sighs> yeah, I did it. My hand, my fingers are going toward my mouth to make the Italian kiss of exquisiteness. <laughs> It's uh, constructed like this hyper real. Now I don't have the words. I don't know. It's good. Me it like. It happens to me all the good time. Good movie. Me like. Fast cars. Yeah. Cars go fast. Funny actor. Good <laughs> <Maybe>. script. <laughs> you go. What was yours? Mine was so embarrassing. Um, Three Men and a Baby. That's not embarrassing. Directed by... Harold Ramis. Wrong. What? Wrong. No! I don't even know if he's a sir, but Sir Leonard Nimoy. How? How? Boom. Why did I think Boom that? Boom goes the dynamite. <laughs> and I've read... Oh, no. Oh, no. I've read both of Leonard Nimoy, and also you pronounced his name correctly. I did? Yeah, I'm really... Aww. First of all... Are you going to cry? I, I feel a little bit like I'm going to, because I should know that, because I've read both of his books. No, I'm, I'm are not going to cry because I, I pronounced it correctly. Yeah, also. I'm okay. very proud of you. He what, He's not a sir. I apologize. I can't believe it. I can't believe he it. He directed it. I mean, I can, because as soon as you said it, I was like... I of friggin' knew that. Of course. I can't, and I was like shaming you it's about it the other day. It's very Harold Ramesy. I mean, I can see why you would say that. Yeah, but I'm so upset with myself. But you were dead wrong. And he was a good director, too. He was. Which makes sense. It's my favorite movie. Wow. Why is it your favorite? Because, come on, three men <laughs> raising a baby in the and big city. And baby. What? <laughs> listen, listen. I want to pitch you this movie idea. Look, look, listen. Listen. <laughs> listen, look, 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 I have an idea for a movie. Okay. It's about three men. Okay. Uh, okay, wait, you don't... Wait, are they married? Hang on, you don't look sold. Okay. Let me think really quickly what I can add. Three men and a baby. I thought you were going to say toaster. I like baby better. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? It's Let's go work. with it. Okay, all it. right. Quick, cast it. Here, here is $3 million. Nope, that's too, three that's not million. enough. That's not enough. You can't, that's not Selleck money. No. Come on. Or Danson. Respect. Or Goot. Respect. The Goot. Oh, Ted Danson. Oh, the Silver Fox. Put my hand over my heart automatically. Oh. Anyway. Yeah. You that's can't pay Magnum P.I. $3 million. I mean. Anyways. Now I want to look up their salaries later. <laughs> okay. Number two is... Your prestige pick. My prestige pick is Princess Bride. Great. It's an incredible book written by William Goldman. To me, Princess Bride is the perfect movie across the board. It was adapted perfectly from perfect source material by the perfect director who cast it with the perfect actors. I have a quick question. Yeah. Do you think it's perfect? I just, I, I don't know if I'm getting this across. <laughs> I want you to know that it's perfect in every way. I, I really don't remember. Do you remember who directed it? 
now I'm nervous because it's after okay. the Harold Ramis okay. Leonard Nimoy incident, it I don't know anything about my it life. It happens to the best of us, to the most knowledgeable movie buff. I'm upset. Don't be upset. I'm pretty sure it was Rob Reiner. I think you're absolutely right. Actually. Hi. I'm, I'm Rob. Marty. Oh. <laughs> I'm Rob. <laughs> You know that little commercial where the wagon drives under the sink? <laughs> that was me. Very good pick. Thanks. Mine is Broadcast News. Good choice. I love that movie. Is that the scene Another where... Another Holly Hunter Is that where she gem. pulls the guy out on the balcony and tries to warn him and he says, Boy, it must be nice being right all the time. And she goes, No. It's horrible. I think so. Boy, I love that scene. I think so. <laughs> and that was directed by James L. Brooks. Of course it was. It's wonderful. You know what James L. Brooks movie I really love that people underappreciate? As good as it gets. Spanglish. That's a good one. Spanglish is a beautiful little, a beautiful it is. little movie that has a lot to say. It's, it's underappreciated. Thank you. I agree. Taylioni is absolutely deplorable in that movie. And in such a funny way. In such a Tail funny Leone way. plus Cloris Leachman? Come on. When, when they do this scene where she, I, I feel like her though, like if I'm ever in a car where the windows are down, <laughs> my hair always blows forward. It does not matter. It always blows. I don't know how they get I it feel to like I've backwards. seen that happen. Oh, I'm sure you have. <laughs> Remember when Joe used to have the little convertible? Yes. Yeah, same thing. I'm sure it was very funny when you saw that. It was rip roaring hilarious. <laughs> All right, shall we move on? Laugh at your misfortune. Yeah. I know. As usual. <laughs> Number three. Most influential. Yeah. I'm so, I don't know what yours is going to be. <clears throat> Excuse me. I would have guessed three men and a baby. Oh, no. Mine is Overboard. <gasps> Good one. That, that's I just... on my list later. Eight of us. <laughs> Eat your checkers. Eat your checkers. So. Goldie Hawn. Goldie Hawn. She's a freaking genius. Freaking you know what's genius. funny? When you, you know what's funny? Mm. I feel like I did. I never thought I talked like that until we started a podcast. And now I'm but I'm shocked. To be fair, you're doing it on purpose. I'm not sure that I am. <laughs> not right now you are. Well, yeah, that was on purpose. That was on purpose. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Goldie Hawn. Overboard. Yeah. Gone. Shall we circle back? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I know what I was going to say. Okay. <laughs> um, have you ever seen Big Trouble in Little China? I actually haven't. Um, I hadn't seen it until a couple years ago when Jake was like, you got to watch this. It's like a big deal in my childhood. Um, Kurt Russell in that movie feels exactly like Matt Foley, the Chris Farley character. Really? He talks like him. He acts like him. I want you and I to watch it sometime because it's going to blow your mind. In a van. <laughs> Down, Down by the, the river. river. you got to watch it. It's amazing. I can't wait. Good pick, though. Overboard. What What else would you like to say about that since I've been railroading you? <laughs> railroading. <laughs> no alcohol, once again. Nothing. Just, I really love it. I adore it. I could watch it. It's one of those I can watch over and over and over. Did Gary Marshall direct that? I don't know. He did in my mind, but who knows anymore? Let me check. Did Steven Spielberg direct Jurassic Park? I don't know. I don't trust myself. Okay, Google. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <gasps> I've never heard a curse word before, Such language. <laughs> okay, what is your 
whatever category we're in. Oh, my most influential? Yeah. Predator. Oh my. <laughs> Predator. Didn't see that coming. Hardcore. <laughs> I watched it on TV with my dad. Just like I watched T2 for the first time. Mm -hmm. And I love a good suspense movie. I love a good jungle adventure. And I really like The Predator. Is that as a also person. Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Okay. Okay. It's a really good movie. You like him as a person? I do. Let's be friends, Predator. And I felt really... <laughs> Wait. Is Arnold the Predator? No. Oh. That would have been poetic, though. Is the Predator a monster? Yes. Okay. I, I kind of know about this. So... Because they verse each other later. They do verse each other. <laughs> they do. Predator and alien. This is the perfect segue because I always felt really affectionate toward the Predator as a child. I do not know It's because why. you like dinosaurs. I do. Yes, I love dinosaurs. You're smart. And I never would have figured that out. <laughs> so then later when they did Alien versus Predator, which is not very good. Um, <coughs> but the Predator is like definitely the good. <laughs> Sorry about your black lug. Is like definitely the good guy uh -huh. in a really redeeming way, and he's like empowering to women, mm -hmm. and like it's so I felt so validated by Alien versus Predator. I'm glad. Me too. That's an interesting pick. I never, I would have never guessed that in a million years. Loved it, except for it makes perfect sense now, right? Yeah, it's all coming together. Makes sense. I'm gonna murder someone in a jungle yep. someday. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're going to eat them. No, they don't eat. Oh, they don't? Come on. Get they just predator murder. culture, Lindsay. <laughs> just murder. How dare you? They don't feast. <laughs> they don't. All right. They're not monsters. Well, <laughs> well, they kind of are. <laughs> What's your number uh, song? What's your favorite song from 1987? I went with AHA's The Living Daylights. What film is that from? I believe it was called The Living Daylights. It was James oh. Bond. Oh. Oh. It's a, oh, oh, the living daylights. Do you know it now? Nope. Oh. I wish I did. Embarrassed. I only know Take On Me and that's it. <laughs> um, okay, so you said you thought you knew what mine would be. So what did you think? Um, I I it's was really lame. pretty sure that your best song from this year is going to be that one from Mannequin. No. Really? What? said I was 100% sure and then I was Here's like Here's what happens. <laughs> well, no. That that's not what happened last time. I literally just I don't know what's wrong with me with this hey, category. Safe space. It's uh it's an overwhelming <laughs> feat to try to choose. Well, I I was so focused on my list that I just chose one from my list. Well, let's hear it because we know that it's really the song for Mannequin. Yeah. Yeah. But I also really really like the song <laughs> Excited. Daddy's Girl from Three Minute a Baby by Sir Peter Cetera. I know he's not a sir. <laughs> I, I have a really like a soft spot for Peter Cetera. I don't even know that song. So any I'm not gonna sing it. I didn't ask. I'm not gonna you sing it. You take it easy. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but yes, he's acting like a predator, some kind of monster. Let them say we're crazy. Do do. What, what do, do they know? Put your arms around me, baby. Don't ever let go. Why didn't I pick that? I don't know. Okay. Um, that's. My can I tell the yeah. side story about? Yeah. How much you love that song? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We were trying to. Well, it was one of our many times we were going to the airport together, and. 
you were trying to find that song on Spotify, or I was, and it was you, and you kept finding rip-off karaoke versions, and with every karaoke version that played by accident, you got angrier and angrier until you went into this, like, you were like, how dare you? You know that's not a song that's covered? That's, it was amazing. I went into a fugue state. You did go into a fugue state. That's the perfect <laughs> word for it. You were, you were righteously indignant. I have Starship rage. I'm um, really glad you're Jefferson not Starship. At Epcot every year because only one of them shows up. <laughs> Is that right? That's true. <gasps> I know. They come and perform. That person comes and performs. Yes. That's so cool. But I would But say, without I would the other one. Yeah, I, I know. Wouldn't rage you. How does how do they do all the parts? Well, they don't do all the parts. They have another they have another singer. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, I know. It's very upsetting for you. <laughs> we should probably move on. I'm Sorry. excited about this next one. What's your worst movie of 1987? Oh, um, probably Superman 4. Because oh. all Supermans suck. Oh, no. You can't <laughs> say that. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Superman 4, most likely, never saw it. Just guessing. Here's the thing. It did suck. <laughs> I knew it. Um, but I liked it. When I was a kid, I thought Superman 4 was the only Superman movie. Because it's the only one oh, played on TV. It, right. mm-hmm. And, um, so I really liked it. But then when I saw the other Supermans, I was like, whoa, these are way better than that one. <laughs> that was great, but these are awesome. Is Superman the one that shoots lasers from his eyes? He can do that, yes. Okay. He has heat vision, as it's called. As it were. <laughs> Although I love to think of him describing it to somebody like, hey, can I buy you a drink? I shoot lasers. <laughs> <laughs> what did you just do? What's that? That was my laser eyes. Oh, it was coming out of your forehead. I'm sorry. I was confused. I thought it was a visor. You're so critical. I'm sorry. All right. What was your worst? Oh, hands down, Jaws the Revenge. Oh, I've never seen it, but uh, yeah. Well, it's so bad. It actually features uh, Mrs. Brody, the actual Mrs. Brody, and Michael Caine. Really? Truly. It's set. Does he die? I don't think so. Oh. It's set in the Caribbean. So funny. Is it Jaws' baby? This is, well, that's... Or Jaws' wife? This brings me to what I think is one of the funniest riff tracks jokes ever told. They did a riff of this movie. Mm -hmm. And at the very beginning, one of them says, because everybody wants revenge on the family members who killed them. (laughs) On the family members of the person who who killed them. them. And it's, I'm like, yeah, wait a minute. Who is this shark? Did he, like, watch the other shark blow up from afar? Is it the baby? Like, I think it is the baby. Oh, it's so bad. Jaws had a baby with Jaws' wife. And now Jaws's that makes wife. me upset now. You, is it Jaws or Jaws's? <laughs> I think... Jaws. I don't know. It's Jaws. Jaws had a baby with his wife. Richard Dreyfus killed him. And he's in he Jaws. was in Jaws. And then... And then also the the guy that needed a bigger boat also killed him. Yeah. And he, then... He, but Jaws got revenge on him immediately because he ate him. Right. Right, right, right. Not Roy Scheider. Quint. Right, right, right. Yeah. So then <laughs> the wife was like, why hasn't Jaws come home yet? I'm really, really worried about Jaws. And... How do you ne- think she found out? She never came home. Um... His dead body floated to the bottom of the ocean. She no, because like, it exploded into too many bits. Yeah, I forgot because it's been like a long time since I've seen it. And then, um, I don't know. Do you quit? The dolphins told her. <laughs> yeah. 
I quit. Okay. <laughs> I sensed that you were about to quit. Oh, that's exhausting. Okay. <laughs> Just like the movie. It was Jaws, baby. Um, number six, your favorite, the, what you think is the best poster. I feel like I keep making really weird picks, but I'm just going to stick with my choice, which is Roxanne. That's a good one. I almost picked that. You can picture the pose. It's like an iconic Steve Martin, wacky knees. It is. Thing, and you see the Cyrano de Bergerac. The giant nose. Bergerac. Bergerac. Cyrano de Bergerac. I was going to say it real fast. Just say Cyrano. The Cyrano nose. Mm -hmm. It's good. And, and that movie I really want to go to the town where it was filmed. It was filmed in Nelson, British Columbia, and I have like one million Pinterest pins about it. It's so Welcome beautiful. to Nelson, home of Roxanne. <laughs> Says one tour guide walking down the street by no, himself. No, it's on a sign. <laughs> is it? I don't know. Oh, I believe you. I want to believe it. All right, mine is The Princess Bride. Good one. I think it's a really, like, just lovely. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Lovely poster. You could, but you would be wrong. I won't. Okay, honorable mention. This yeah. was this was a tough category, or a tough year. Yeah. So, mine was uh, Raising Arizona, because I also love that movie. Love me some Coen Brothers. Your turn. Mine was Amazon Women on the Moon. Hey! <laughs> and I'm out. <laughs> For one, I love that movie. For one very specific sketch, though. David Allen Greer is in a couple of different sketches, and he's so hysterical. He is really funny. You've got to. I'll show them to you later. Sometimes if my husband is in a really bad mood, or something has gone wrong in his life, like, I'll just put David Allen Greer's... It's just, it's like one of those Time Life Collection type things, so it's just <laughs> David Allen Greer singing really nerdy songs. Mm -hmm. So I'll just put on him singing, tie a yellow ribbon, <laughs> and it fixes everything. <laughs> It's been three long years. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Please stop. That's great. <laughs> okay. Um, did you say what your honorable mention was? I did. I did. Raising Arizona. Uh, eight, your confession. Uh, radio Days. Woody Allen's Radio Days. That was mine because I claimed to be... Light five. I claimed to be a Woody Allen lover, but I still haven't seen two of his greatest films. Um... It's because he makes, like, one movie every year. It's, like, True. impossible to keep up. It's it's very difficult. But you hear about that one a lot. Yeah. Okay. Traumatic? No. Yeah. Traumatic slash, for me, stressful, because I can never separate Combined the two. Category. Sorry. I understand. It's okay. Not good at this category. Okay. I want to hear yours first. Well, my most traumatic was Project X. Okay. And my most that. stressful was Harry and the Hendersons. I almost put that. Is it because of Animals in Peril? Yeah. Yeah. The same as Project X. His eyes are just heartbreaking. Well, and there's like actual animal death in it, too. There's like a dead deer. And oh, yeah. It's so tender. It's just so tender. Go on now. Yeah. I don't need you anymore. <sighs> oh, John Lithgow. It's so sad. And we were just discussing that there was another movie made in 1987 with the exact same plot line, although I can't remember the name of it now. Was it Call of the Wilderness or Call of the Wild? Or... Maybe Call of the Wild. Yeah. I don't know. Tell us, won't you? Years before Deep Impact and that other <laughs> that one. whole thing. And Armageddon? Yeah. And Volcano and Dante's Peak. <laughs> There was Dante's Peak, starring Pierce Brosnan in <laughs> Pierce Dante's Brosnan's Peak Volcano Story. <laughs> <laughs> All 
Mine was, oh my gosh, this movie traumatized me as a kid. Uh, can I guess it? Yeah. Was it The Gate? No. Okay. As a kid? <laughs> I saw it as a kid. <laughs> of course you did. Throw Mama from the Train. <gasps> oh. It bothered me. I still have nightmares about that movie. Tell me why. Because she's so scary? Because she's so scary. And I'm like, but it, it's con- it confused me because she's very scary, but I'm like, but he's trying to kill his own mother. Yeah. Like, it really pulled at me. I didn't like it. It's, it's uh, intense. But she never bothered me in The Goonies. Stay to the right. <laughs> she bothers me. She's so mean to her poor sweet son. Do you think she was really like that? No, I don't. I hope no, not. no, I don't. No, she's not. <laughs> I know for sure. I couldn't live myself. We're best friends. <laughs> Are you all right? All right. It, yeah. Um, Eleven. Guilty pleasure. Um, I feel a little bit weird about this because I'm not. I don't feel guilty about it at all. Hear me now, world. My I put overboard. That's not a guilty pleasure. I know. I agree, but I have to fit the movie on the list somewhere. Well, it's not a guilty pleasure. I agree with you. And you know what else is delightful about it? It's a non-guilty pleasure. The score. What? The score. The score of what? Oh, the score! (laughs) You know the score. The score of what? What's on first? (laughs) Yes. It's good. It's so good. Everything about that movie is good. Yes. Even that little kid from Big. That's the little kid from Big. Yeah, good call. I never, ever thought about that before. Um, the part where the kid can't read is so sad. It really is. But then she teaches him and it's okay. Oh no, now I'm thinking about cool. Stop, 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 stop. stop. Tell me what yours is. Stop, stop, stop. (laughs) Little baby bunnies. Oh no. Hopping baby bunnies. Okay. Happy hopping baby bunnies. Yeah. Are they safe? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Mine is Stakeout. Ooh, good one. I have a thing for Emilio. Emilio. You do. You do. I really do. You're like really upset when it all started with Mighty Ducks. Oh man, I love me a bad boy. (laughs) You could barely get that out. No, yeah, stake out. That's my guilty pleasure. And guess what? What? An even guiltier pleasure is another stake out. Remember the one with Rosie O'Donnell? O'Donnell. Yes. She's so funny in it. (laughs) She is. Okay. Okay, the movie you can't believe didn't make your list. Um, Dragnet. And Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. That was mine. Planes, Trains. I didn't know where to put it. Same. I love it. Dragnet would be a good one, too. This was a packed year. It really was. And I really enjoyed Aykroyd and Hanks together. Yeah. And I wish they would have been together more. Yeah. They were really funny. They were really funny. Let me use that movie with that dog. Turner and Hooch? No. Yeah. Yeah. Turner. I get that confused with the John Belushi one with John. I was trying to Jim make. Belushi. I was gonna try to make a really fast joke about a Dan Aykroyd movie, but I couldn't think of one. Like with oh, like a with a guy or like a woman, like that dog. <laughs> get it? No. It it hit like it's you try bad. <laughs> also, one that I think I should see but I haven't is Moonstruck because I have also not seen. Apparently, Moonstruck. it's a really big deal. <laughs> Was Moonstruck this year? Yeah. Yeah. I missed that. And Good Morning Vietnam. Like, it didn't go anywhere on my list, but it's a really good movie. I've never seen that either. Really? Yeah. It's really good. 
This was the year of Witches of Eastwick also, which oh, also Lord. didn't go anywhere on my list, but it's a very enjoyable movie. Oh, really? I hate that movie. I love that movie. What do you hate about it? Is it Jack Nicholson? Yeah. Yeah. You're scared of Jack Nicholson. I am. He needs to stop playing evil people. But he's so good at he's it. He's lovable as an old curmudgeon, but... I disagree. I hate that movie. What movie? It's. I'm sorry to say, James, <gasps> I know. I don't like as good as it gets. Oh. Guess why? You'll know. If you really think about it. Does that it. have to do with the animal? Yep. <gasps> Verdell? Yeah, he puts it, the dog down the tr- garbage chute. Verdell's fine. You should be worried about the fact that, <laughs> what's his name, gets the crap kicked out. <laughs> I'm also worried. That's also horrible. It is. And I, a- he's also so freaking mean to Helen Hunt. Well, if he weren't, then you wouldn't kind of like him in the end. No, I don't like it at all. I really like it. It's okay. I forgive you. I love Verdell. It's so sad. Is that Greg Kinnear? Yes. He's brilliant. He is brilliant. Anything else? Um, I just... One tiny little movie anecdote. Tell it. Do you have a movie story for this year? I'm going to start forcing you. I'm not... I don't have a good memory like you. Mine was that (laughs) the remote from the train was really scary. That's a good story. Start no. it with Once Upon a Time I and end it with the end. I wouldn't necessarily call it a story so much as a half of a sentence. Mm. Mm. Tell me yours. Um, I have two separate things that I want to cosplay from Spaceballs. Mm-hmm. I want to cosplay Daphne Zuniga's... Um, be- what are you looking at? We're back. Hi. A little scare. Everything is fine. I live in a subtropical climate. There was an incident. Everybody's fine. <laughs> Moving on. And all I was going to say was that I wanted to dress, like, aside from the princess, I also wanted to dress like, you know that part in Spaceballs where they go, you idiots, you captured their stunt doubles. I want to also dress like that version of her. Because I think it would be funny. To it would be funny. It's like a con with all four of those. It would be good. It would be good. I'm sorry I wasn't more upfront with you about what was no, no. going on behind you. You were trying to protect me. It's okay. Eyes, eyes, I, eyes. You did a really good job for a long time, but then yeah, your <laughs> eyes went really wide. It was like a horror movie, and I knew it, just, it was moving faster and faster. <laughs> Something behind me. Um. Oh, and we need to we need to make sure we do our favorite piece of trivia from our favorite, or not our favorite piece of trivia, but an interesting piece of trivia yes. from our favorite movie. You go first. Mine um, was for a minute a baby, directed by Leonard Nimoy. Right, which I should have freaking known. I didn't mean to dredge it back up. I'm sorry. Um, and the, my my interesting trivia is that for a long time everybody thought that there was a go- ghost haunting the house where they shot the movie or the apartment where they shot the movie because they saw it in a scene where Jack's mother comes to visit. And come to find out that it wasn't shot in an apartment, it was shot on a soundstage. And it was a cardboard cutout of Ted Danson sitting in the corner of the room. So if you didn't know that by now, there you go. If you didn't know that by now, you're dumb. You will never know. <laughs> oh, yeah. What was yours? Um, Remind him of your movie. My movie was Raising Arizona. Right. And I learned... That this, oh, I'll just read it. Okay. From IMDb. This is one of the few Coen Brothers movies not to be edited by the brothers themselves under their pseudonym, Roderick James. 
along with Trisha Cook. Michael R. Miller, nope, I read the wrong one. <laughs> start over. Let me start again. The shot in which the camera moves in on Florence, Arizona, discovering that Nathan Jr. is gone, is a direct homage to The Evil Dead, a film on which Joel Cohen was an assistant editor. Was he really? I did not know that until this I very no day. I have no idea. It makes perfect sense, though. Yeah. There's six sense of humor. <laughs> Their, their, uh, yeah, it, just their movements. It's, yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I, get I had no idea. They're like, I don't know. I got nothing to say. I'm still They're really like, scared about the incident. It's okay. We're going to move past it. Okay. Okay. It's going to be okay. Well, we came up with a really original outro finally. Because we've been struggling with that. Yep. It's you been hard. You ready? Yeah. Here's what it is. We'll see, see you next, next time. time. We we came up with that. It's original. Don't don't check anything about it. <laughs>